Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to CBS News Roundup ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Hurricane slams Gulf Coast. Water is just coming up at a pretty scary rate now. NBA players boycott. Our focus today cannot be on basketball. Vice President's Night at GOP convention. You won't be safe in Joe Biden's America. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. Hurricane Laura crashed ashore in western Louisiana, a Category 4 storm amid dire warnings about the possible storm surge. CBS's Omar Villafranca is in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Hurricane Laura ripped into Louisiana's coast and beyond overnight. Oh, my God! Packing 150-mile-per-hour winds as it made landfall. 10 to 15 inches of rainfall are expected in some areas. And the National Weather Service said the storm surge could be unsurvivable in certain places as it threatens to push up to 40 miles inland. Just to the north, CBS's Errol Barnett's feeling the storm this morning as Laura moves inland as a Category 2. We're still feeling the effects of Hurricane Laura. And as this hurricane made landfall, it made for a very uneasy night for people in this state. Our phones buzzing with tornado alerts and high wind warnings as well. Winds were up to 150 miles an hour. Correspondent Jonathan Vigliotti is south of Shreveport. We have about 130 mile per hour gust at times as the eye wall makes its way over us. You can see the wind and the rain ripping through these trees. The homes here are not built to withstand this kind of sustained wind for this long. The concern here this morning is twofold. Of course, the wind, there are tornado warnings in effect. Wind gusts powerful enough to flip over cars and mobile homes and bring down trees and, of course, power lines with them. And then, of course, all of the rain when all of a sudden done. We're expecting up to 10 inches to be dumped here. That is going to cause flash flooding. Now to Kenosha, Wisconsin. CBS's Mola Lenghi has the latest on the unrest and the investigation into this week's police shooting of a black man. Wednesday was Kenosha's quietest night since Jacob Blake was shot by police on Sunday. Although protesters stayed out well past the earlier daylight curfew, there were no major conflicts in the streets. Officers attempted to arrest Jacob S. Blake. Last night, Wisconsin Attorney General Josh Call announced new details about Sunday's shooting. He identified the officer who shot Blake as Rustin Shesky, an officer with the Kenosha Force for seven years. Call said investigators recovered a knife from the driver's side floor of Blake's SUV. Mr. Blake admitted that he had a knife in his possession. Arrested in connection with two fatal shootings on the streets of Kenosha the other night is 17-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse of Antioch, Illinois. He was allegedly seen on video with a gun claiming to be trying to protect a gas station. 
Minnesota's governor declared a state of emergency in Minneapolis as looting broke out after the death of a black homicide suspect, Police Chief Madaria Arredondo. We will not tolerate it. We will clear out our downtown. And for those who choose to cause destruction, you will be arrested. There were also violent protests in Oakland, California. Well, the situation in Kenosha has sparked sharp comments in recent days from Lakers star LeBron James and Clippers coach Doc Rivers. Last night, the Milwaukee Bucks led a boycott of NBA playoff games. Despite the overwhelming plea for change, there has been no action. So our focus today cannot be on basketball. All other teams joined in, so there was no action last night. And on TNT, broadcaster Kenny Smith. As a black man, as a former player, I think it's best for me to support the players and just not be here tonight. Three Major League Baseball games were also postponed. So were Major League Soccer games, and WNBA action was called off, too. President Trump tweeted, quote, We will not stand for looting, arson, violence, and lawlessness on American streets. CBS's Steve Futterman says it was a centerpiece last night at the Republican National Convention. Mike Pence said he is ready for the campaign. I humbly accept your nomination to run and serve as vice president of the United States. Then the tough talk began. Let me be clear. The violence must stop, whether in Minneapolis, Portland, or Kenosha. Pence said there will be no lenience when it comes to violence. We will have law and order on the streets of this country. And he claimed it will be worse if Joe Biden wins the election. The hard truth is... You won't be safe in Joe Biden's America. It wasn't all about unrest in the cities. Pence strongly defended President Trump's handling of the COVID-19 crisis. President Trump marshaled the full resources of our federal government from the outset. He directed us to forge a seamless partnership with governors across America. At the end of his speech, Mr. Trump showed up to congratulate his running mate. Tonight, it all wraps up with the president delivering his acceptance speech. The only Native American on death row was executed yesterday. The White House and Supreme Court passed on pleas to intervene. The federal government has now carried out more executions in 2020 than in the previous 56 years combined. Overseas, a judge has sentenced the man who shot and killed 51 people at two mosques in New Zealand to life in prison without parole. You present as a deeply impaired person, motivated by a base hatred for people who you perceive to be different from yourself. It's the first time that country's maximum sentence has been imposed. Russia today blamed the U.S. for a confrontation with American forces in Syria, Russian vehicles and helicopters surrounded U.S. armored vehicles. Four American soldiers were injured. The scientific community is raising questions about new CDC recommendations that say asymptomatic people who might have been exposed to infected people with COVID-19 should not get tested for the coronavirus. CBS's Dr. David Agus. I hope these guideline changes were not because we have a long delay in testing in the United States, not because there is issue getting testing in parts of the country. It just doesn't make sense. The American Medical Association called the change a recipe for community spread. TikTok CEO Kevin Meyer has resigned as the U.S. presses its Chinese owner to sell the video app. The White House calls it a security risk. In a letter to employees, Meyer admits the political environment has sharply changed. One of the popular places online these days takes you right to where the action is in Washington. The National Zoo's popular panda cam traffic has spiked by 1,200% since Mei Zhang's pregnancy was announced this past week. When she gave birth Friday evening, zoo officials said they had a hard time getting into their own live stream. 
Panda lovers around the world were able to see the birth live on camera as zookeepers are using the camera now to keep an eye on mom and baby. Beijing's the oldest giant panda to successfully give birth in the U.S. Bill Rakoff, CBS News. Director Steven Spielberg's father, Arnold, has died at 103. He had an accomplished career well before his son started making movies, helping design a mainframe computer in the 1950s for General Electric that paved the way for personal computers 30 years later. The younger Spielberg called his dad's work exciting, but very much out of his reach. That's the World News Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com slash survey. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> <laughs> respond to quickly. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See, that, that, does, that doesn't count. <laughs> Sure, I responded to everything because responding to you, putting reruns up on the podcast, was like a form of employment. Yeah. And I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.